there and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. Welcome back, uh, Savvy Souls, to another edition of the Unlikely Artist podcast. I've produced this episode about meditation. It's a very different way of looking at meditation. And I've especially created this for you if you're somebody who has trouble with it or thinks that you can't do it or you can't do it well. But I think it's also relevant to those of you who are expert meditators um, to just broaden your perspective and give you some new practices you can try. So I produced this episode because I've recently heard several people share that they can't really meditate. They say, oh, meditation's not for me, or my brain's just too busy. Uh, It's not comfortable and it's too hard. And I want to address this because meditation doesn't need to be defined in a way that makes it hard or makes it something that just another thing that we have to strive for. When we relax the definition of what meditation means, we acquire access to an amazing tool that will take us places that our analytical brains won't. So that's my reasoning behind this episode. And trust me, I do understand people when they say, oh, I can't meditate or it's too hard. I probably, I think I may have told you this story before. I want you to bear with me if I have, because I really feel it's important to share it with you here. So I've always had a super busy, super anxious brain. And I think my brain's just kind of wired that way. And it's just wired to be constantly problem solving, constantly trying to figure things out. And I've always found it really difficult to relax. It's even a challenge for me most nights to sleep. And I've always been like this, even when I was a little kid. And when I was a lawyer, I was stressed a lot of the time. And while I was a lawyer, I took a public speaking course, the first one that I took, and the instructor advised us that meditating before we speak could really calm our nerves. So he provided us with a number of yoga mats, and we all had to lie down on the floor, and he guided us through a meditation, and he said that it would stop our thinking mind and make our mind less busy. Well, what happened to me is my thinking mind fired up during the meditation. If I'd been thinking 50 thoughts per minute before the meditation, I was thinking 100 thoughts per minute during it. Half of those additional thoughts were about how I can't do this, how it's terrible, my mind's so busy. And I felt so inadequate. And when the meditation ended, the instructor asked, okay, so how many people feel more relaxed? And most hands in the room shot up. Then he asked, well, how many people feel the same? It didn't have any impact. A couple of hands went up. And then he asked, anyone feel worse? And mine was the only hand 
that went up. And I felt so ashamed. And I thought meditation is definitely not for me. So I'm sharing all of this, even knowing that um, a narrower definition of meditation really works for a lot of people. I have lots of friends and colleagues who are full-on traditional meditators, and even some of my friends are meditation teachers, and that's amazing. They're schooled in transcendental meditation, zazen, vipassana, silent meditation, and many other more rigorous techniques than what I'll be talking about today. And those programs and practices are amazing and connecting and all the good things. And they may or may not even take you places the kind of meditation I'm going to talk about doesn't. But I want to make an argument here for a broader concept of what meditation is, because this broader definition gives all of us ready access to an amazing tool at any moment in time. So I want to take meditation out of the realm of the hard or impossible to do, to not be something that only elevated and calm and non-anxious and positive, controllable, guru-styled brains can do. Why do I want to do this? Because meditation in its broader forms is like a tap. It's like a tap you or anyone can turn on to access greater sources of wisdom, creativity, inspiration, and a sense of limitless. When you turn on the meditation tap, it creates a flow. It creates a feeling of flow. Meditation in its broad sense is the tool behind so much of what I personally create. So in this podcast, I love to share things that have worked for me and help me in my journey with you. So that's why I'm sharing this broader definition of meditation, because it's really being something so useful for me. So there's really just one reason so many people think, they think that they can't meditate, and that's that they're defining meditation too narrowly. They're believing that meditation means a state of no thinking, I really don't think that concept is useful for most of us. It causes too many of us to deny ourselves the use of this expansive tool. So here's a different way to think about meditation. I don't know if it's proper. I, you could even argue that what I'm talking about isn't meditation. I'm just going to use that word in a broad sense. And please be like a lawyer. So one cool technique I learned as a lawyer is we can define a term at the beginning of a document and then it gets to mean whatever we want it to. So I'm using the word meditation here to mean this tool that is really useful for you. So please hear it that way. So I think of meditation in a very simple way. Meditation, the way I think about it, is about being as compared to a state of analytical thinking. Meditation doesn't preclude thinking, but when we're meditating, we're no longer efforting to think, efforting to sort things out, efforting to solve our problems and plan. When we meditate, our brain may, and most likely will still produce lots of thoughts. But when we meditate, we move away from being our thoughts, 
we notice our thoughts are not us. We're watchers of our thoughts. We're experiences of our experience. We have thoughts, but we're not our thoughts. Our thoughts are separate from us. Our experiences feel more real. We may still be thinking, but we're not striving to think. We're not focused on our thinking. We're in the moment. We're in our five senses. We're connected to other senses beyond our five senses. I think of meditation as a tool that allows me to stop being attached to my thoughts, to relax, and especially to be open to the flow. I've learned from my own progression from non-creative person, or so I thought, to becoming an artist. I noticed from that that when I stop striving, when I access the present moment, when I relax my mind, when I access empty spaces and a feeling of spaciousness, it's like I've created space for creativity to flow in. I've created space where my inner knowing sings loudly to me. I've created space for quantum leaps to happen that my analytical brain would have believed were impossible or will take forever. I think of meditation as a state where I'm completely open, or at least open enough to let wisdom flow in. And that, Savvy Souls, is what I want for you. Those are all the things I want for you. So today I'm going to share with you a dozen ways to meditate that anyone with any brain can do. These are just the first random 12 ideas that came to mind as I prepared for this podcast. They're all things I've done and they're all things that have worked really well for me. These ideas will hopefully ignite that imaginative spark in you so that you can find a way to meditate that works for you because there are as many ways to meditate as your creativity allows you to imagine. So now for the dozen ways, savvy souls, that you can meditate. Okay, are you ready? First one, sit in a dark room, play an instrumental piece at full volume, feel yourself float in the notes, let your body disappear. Feel the lightness of the notes. I find for this kind of meditation, something like South African flute music or any symphonic piece where there are a lot of pauses are really, really helpful. It's sometimes the silences between the notes as we're floating with the notes that really help us um, access a greater wisdom. The second way, stand outside on a starry night if you're as lucky as I am and live in a place where you can actually see the stars. Gaze up at the stars. Feel the immense enormity of the distance between you and a single star that you focus on. Imagine the immense enormity of the distance between the stars and then beyond all the stars that you can see. Imagine time dissolving the distance between the stars and time becoming nothing. Nothing. Sink into the nothingness between 
the stars. And if you're not living in a place where you have starry nights, you can just imagine this, or you can look at a photo of stars and do the same exercise. There's nothing like looking up at the stars and feeling yourself melt away. I think we all can access that feeling of awe. Okay, third method, stand on an empty beach in early November. Notice the pale sand, meeting water, meeting waves, meeting horizon, meeting clouds. Breathe with the waves in and out, in and out. Notice the light reflections on the water. Notice the shades of black, blue-green, royal blue, turquoise, brown, as the water deepens. Fourth method, create a beautiful table setting just for one. Serve yourself your favorite, most decadent dessert with all your favorite flavors. Take 20 minutes to enjoy it. Eat it. Savor it. Let your fork slide slowly through the layers. Bring your fork slowly to your mouth. Savor the burst of flavor. Chew slowly. Notice the aftertaste. Put down your fork. Pause in your enjoyment. And then continue with the next bite. Take the smallest bites you can and make them last as long as possible. Fifth method, buy a single flower and put it in a vase. Pull up a chair, get really comfortable. Softly touch the petals. Notice the velvety texture. Study the flower's perfect design. Look closely at all the tiny details, the subtlety of the colors the five or 10 or 20 shades of green in the leaves. How can you imagine the flower feels? What would it like, be like to be that flower? This is what I call creating resonance with a living being or even with an object. We can feel into how that object or other living thing feels. And that my friends is another form of meditation. Six, lie down on a roller on your back. Feel your spine naturally straighten. Breathe deeply. Notice areas of tension or tightness in your body. Scan your body and find those areas. And then talk to them. Tell these areas that you are listening. Tell these areas that you love them. Tell these areas that you feel the tension, tightness, or pain, and that's okay. And then relax, 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 and listen. Allow whatever arises to arise. You might even find some words or images popping into your mind after you've finished this Roller meditation, write them down. The seventh way anyone can meditate, stand on top of a hill in the wind. Close your eyes and listen to the trees rustle, 
Feel the wind brush your face. Imagine the wind dancing around you, swirling, leaping high above you, swooping down. Feel your mind carried by the wind, no longer resisting, accepting life as it is now. Dance in your mind with the wind. Eighth technique, anyone, anywhere can do this. You are driving, you feel the tension in your body. Your mind is racing at breakneck speed. You hit a traffic light, you are anxious. Stop at the red light. Breathe in slowly through your nose until your lungs are filled with air and heave a big sigh. Release all the air from your lungs. Notice the beauty of the red light. Let the redness become your sole focus. It helps to let your eyes relax so that the red infuses your entire field of vision. Your meditation ends when the light turns green. And of course, this is definitely not a meditation where you close your eyes. It's, uh, it's amazing how just that minute of waiting at a traffic light uh, transforms from something where you're kind of tapping your fingers, wanting the light to be over so you can get where you're going in your rush to a sense of calm and peacefulness, a way to find that uh, and appreciating the length of the light. The ninth method, lie in your bed in the morning after your alarm rings. Set a timer for 10 minutes. Breathe in and say, I love myself in your mind. Breathe out and say, I find peace in this moment. Breathe in and say, I love myself. Breathe out and say, I find peace in this moment. Repeat these senses as you breathe in and out for the full 10 minutes. Sink into the feelings of loving yourself and finding peace in the moment. Know that you are okay exactly the way you are. Tenth method, go to your favorite park early in the morning. Take a long, slow sensory walk. Walk as slowly as feels comfortable and your nervous system allows. If you feel a little bit edgy when you do this, it's okay to walk a bit faster. Just whatever speed, whatever slowest speed feels comfortable for you. Rotate through your senses. Notice how it feels to step on the earth, what the ground feels like under your feet. Notice the air on your face. Notice the tightness of your muscles. Take a deep breath. What do you smell? Bend down to touch a plant. Put your hand on the side of a tree and feel its rough bark. Notice the faint fragrances as you pass through new areas. Try breathing through your mouth. Can you taste the air? Eleventh way you can easily meditate. Go to your favorite art museum or gallery during off-peak hours. Pick one painting or sculpture. Stand in front. Stare at the artwork with a loosened gaze. Feel the room around you dissolve. Try to become part of the painting. Stand in the scenery the artist captured, or if it's an abstract painting, be surrounded by a block of vivid color from the painting. 
or feel yourself hard and smooth like the carved stone of the sculpture you're looking at. Feel the spirit of the artist. Try imagining becoming one with the artist and seeing the artwork with the artist's eyes, seeing the scenery with the artist's eyes. See and feel what the artist saw and felt when she created her work. And the 12th way I'm going to offer you today is sit on a chair, get very comfortable, put your feet on the floor and feel the soles of your feet on the floor. Imagine roots growing from the soles of your feet, traveling down through the floor, through the layers of the earth, weaving and winding to find a beautiful white crystal in the center of the earth. Imagine those roots sucking up that beautiful crystal white light, bringing it back through the layers of the earth, through the soles of your feet and up through your body. Feel the light relaxing your muscles and easing your joints as the light rises up your calves, knees, hips and stomach until it reaches your heart space. And then just imagine that bright, white soothing light encompassing your heart and spreading out through your body until you're in a bubble of white light let any ideas or imagery float through your mind and record them in a journal later okay so this is just a start these were just the first 12 things that easily came to mind, I could definitely get up to 100 ways or more. And I bet you could too. I haven't touched on so many meditative practices that can change everything for you. Repeating a series of soothing words that comfort and inspire you. I came up with mine a long time ago. They are light, love, gratitude, forgiveness, trust, joy, peace, still calm and when i think through those words i really think about the meaning of each one of those and i let them infuse my body or you can meet you can repeat a mantra in a foreign language that feels good a lot of people repeat sanskrit words but really anything that just feels good coming out of your mouth is perfectly fine or you can wash dishes slowly and luxuriate in the warm water on your hands, noticing the sparkling dishes when they're clean, and just noticing your ability to have easy access to water from a tap in your home. Or you can listen to soft music and recite things you're grateful for. You can say calming sentences and tap through the points. You can sink into a vision of you in a beautiful place or in the future. You can stare at a candle or a campfire. There are so many ideas. You, 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 I think you get it. You can come up with your own. The idea really is to find a way to meditate, a way to just be, a way to be completely open that works for you. However your brain is, whatever is unique or challenging, 
about your brain or the way you are, it's all totally fine. There is a way that works for you, a way that will give you a sense of relief, a sense of peace and openness, something that you actually look forward to, a practice that you can do easily without striving so that you can open yourself up to the creativity, to the quantum leaps, to the insight and wisdom that's available when you're just able to watch your thoughts without believing your thoughts, when you're able to sink into your five senses or into the senses beyond your five senses. So I hope this helps. Uh, a really good thing to do when you have a meditative experience is to allow whatever to come to come up, not striving for anything to come up, but have a journal ready in case you have an interesting image of something or a word pops up, just write it down. Often it's something that can give you guidance later and something that's worked really well for me. So Savvy Souls, if you're listening to this podcast, this episode or other episodes, and you start to feel good when you hear some of the ideas, I'm wondering what possibilities are opening up for you. What dreams are you realizing might actually be something you could create in your life? I'd love to hear from you about ideas that have been spurred from this podcast, things that you're opening yourself up to. I would love to hear from that from, from you about that, or if you have ideas or uh, something like you'd like me to touch on deeper, that would be amazing to hear from you. And if you feel drawn to the idea of creating a life and career that feels more fully you, and you'd like to take the work that I share here a bit deeper, I want you to know I'm available to help. I coach lots of people one-on-one. -on -one. I love to do it. I love connecting with people. You can book a free, absolutely no obligation consultation call by going to my website, www.gracedgraced, as in dog, canvas, C-A-N-V-A-S.com slash work hyphen with hyphen me. And you can find a scheduling link there. You click on it to book your free session. And I want you to know if you do a free coaching consultation call, whether we work together or not at the end of it, I am confident you'll walk away from the call with a better sense of how to get from where you are now to the life and career that you desire. So Savvy Souls, it's been a pleasure to chat with you today. If you did find this, this episode on meditation uh, useful and you know somebody who might benefit from it, please do share this episode with them. And I would so appreciate it if you do find the podcast useful to hop on over to Apple Podcasts and write me a review so other people can benefit too. Love you guys and see you next time. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. 
We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.